My name is Ben Balmaceda. I'm the voice of Kave in Genshin Impact, Saber in Fate Strange Fake, Hanamichi Sakuragi in the first slam dunk. I'm a Capricorn. My favorite color is orange. I like long walks on the beach. And you're watching Points of Experience Podcast. Ben Balmaceda, somebody whose name has been infiltrating everything of note and notoriety within these past years. Um, we he, he got to teach me or tell me about so many of the great and inspiring things he was doing to kind of make his career happen um, in this industry. And it's a, it, I, if you're interested in voiceover, it's one of those great stories, an experience which may not be replicable for you, but just a lesson in how much you should care about what you're doing and how having a fire in your belly really can motivate you through really difficult or challenging career paths. So we talk tons about how he got started. We talk about, you know, working in Genshin Impact and obviously the project we're on together right now, the first slam dunk and how that's in theaters. Go see it July 27th slash 28th, depending upon where you are, the time it is. Um, but he is a phenomenal talent. I got to know him through him playing Neku in The World Ends With You, the anime, and he did such a great job on that. I was so impressed on the take that they did and, you know, staying true to the source material and also inspiring a different, you know, um, lens of experience in the game because there's tons of ways of experiencing it. It's got, like, it's on the mobile, it's on Switch, it's on, or sorry, Wii, right? Or Switch or Wii, I can't remember which one it is. The mobile, Switch or Wii, DS. Um, it's a great addition to the world of The World Ends With You and tons of you are fans in the the... The anniversary of The World Ends With You is coming up in a few days as well. So we're celebrating both of those things, Ben and I. Um, make sure you like and subscribe. Leave comments. Review us, whatever it is, because um, we appreciate that. Let us know what's going on in your mind, what you liked about the episode and all those great things. But Ben is a, a truly great human being. Um, I'm honored to share the stage with him, and I think you're going to really enjoy this episode. So stick around. Ben Balmaceda on the Points of Experience podcast. Stray hairs, please stop. Come on. <laughs> Act normal for me right now. Why are you doing this? Oh, gosh. Ben, this is going to stay the way it is. It's going to be like my little horn here. Uh, oh, it's, I, I have that same thing with my hair, too, so I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much for coming on. This is a really, really, for a multitude of reasons, a very special episode for me, and I'm just really grateful you're coming on right now for when this is going to release. I think people are going to be pretty excited to, to see that we're chatting together. Ooh, yeah. I'm, that's cool. I'm glad. I'm so happy to be here. Like, I, I've been, I've been seeing, like, clips of the show every now and again, so I've just been like, damn, that looks like a lot of fun. Like, especially <laughs> Song Wan's episode, I'm just like, that's, that looks like fun. So I'm super happy to be here. Uh, really jazzed and yeah, yeah, man, dude. No, that thank you. It's been uh, it's been a ride, and we've had some great guests, and now yourself included. I mean, you've you've been someone who I've known about, and we have kind of like, um, uh, uh well, it's not it's not Kevin Bacon style because we're like first degree separation now. We've we have kinships of multiple uh, uh kinds at this point now. You know, yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah, both yeah. attached to the world ends with you. We're both uh we have characters in Genshin Impact, mm -hmm. and now we're 
were both co-starring in the first Slam Dunk anime movie, which comes out when people are watching. This is going to be like a day or two or three from, from when oh, you're snap. listening to okay. this. Oh, snap. Okay. All right. Yeah. <sighs> so this is super exciting. And it's around the same time as the, the Neo anniversary and the World Ends with You anniversary. Oh, yeah. So it's a lot of cool things right now. This is a mm, special mm. special episode for everybody. We're, we're, we're really making it worth their while to sit and listen to this. <laughs> God, that Yeah, that is a lot of like really exciting things happening at once. Yeah. Yeah. So, dude, like, I mean, we've, um, like I said, we have all these connections, and I'm excited to talk about each and every one of them, but I would mm-hmm. love to get to know about you because you're someone who I've been seeing your name pop up, like I said, from the second I saw you in The World Ends With You is when I kind of got to, like, know who you were, and I, and first of all, I thought you did a phenomenal job in that. We'll just get that out of the way. Really, as someone who's a fan of this series, and it means so much to me, and obviously being a part of it, you really knocked it out of the park, and I'm excited to talk about all that stuff. Um, Thank you so much. <laughs> and, and no, seriously, I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart, and, and we'll talk about that as we get going, but... I just kept seeing your name pop up and it was kind of like very similar to me in a way like during this pandemic it's like I just kept seeing your name on things and I'm like huh huh and rightfully so everything I've seen you go in you've really just killed and I'm I'm just super happy for you and I'm glad that you're kind of getting your shot here your 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 moment in the in the light because you really do a great work and a phenomenal job and I feel like uh, very similar I feel like we have a lot of similarities in that way from even from when we're starting in this sector of the industry and yeah. people to getting to to know you do you mm. do you feel mm. like that's kind of been uh you've you've kind of had a covid renaissance is that what you feel like where you, like things just super changed for you during like the oh, 2021 yeah. time oh yeah like i i think that um like the pandemic was like a tragedy for a lot of us yes. and like it was <laughs> a disaster to, to to put it lightly but like um during that like advent of like remote recording and like studios being more open to remote talent um like i was primarily like an internet stuff voice actor like that just did like online indie games and like uh smaller animations and stuff um so i had like a booth prepared already that helped me out but um i was also fortunate enough to really uh live with other voice actors and one of them had a booth that was large enough to accommodate four people um so that led to us being a like Funimation, or I guess now Crunchyroll's, uh, first, like, remote Walla group. Huh. Um, so we did basically all of the Walla and most of the bits for, like, every show in, like, 2020 or something that, uh, Crunchyroll was putting out then. Um, and that led to us getting, uh, put in front of a lot of different directors and they were like, wait, these guys are fun to work with. We should probably give them a little bit more, uh, more love. Um, and then it just led from one thing to another, to another, to another, and, like, more studios started to, like, hear from us and, uh, hear from me, and, um, yeah, it just kind of, now I'm, like, doing remote stuff for LA, like, almost every week now, (laughs) um, and it's, it's been... Yeah, definitely, I feel like there has been, like, a, like, this subset of actors that really, like, got their start during the remote era and, like, just made, like, a, a career out of it. Um, like, I've, I've seen your name for the same reason. Like, I, I've seen you around, I'm just like, dang, God, you sounded so good as Rindo, by the way, in, in Neo oh. 12. I, I, I loved your performance so much. It was great. <laughs> Thank um, you, man. That means a lot. I appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, like, that's, that's how... Uh, I feel like that's, I mean, I still did a few things here and there before, like, the remote periods, like, in the before time, the long, long ago, Mm -hmm. Um, but, like, 
I think remote is when I really hit my stride and uh, it let me like show myself off to more people as a result. Well, well that's kind of brilliant what you said is that so so from what it sounds like you lived in like the um uh the the hype house of voice actors There's like, <laughs> like, you know and you guys are making content about me no i know that's not what you're doing but <sighs> can, can you please break down to me that like so did you uh, and i would like maybe this has to go maybe we have to start back a second and how did you find the people that you're living with were did you move from somewhere and how did i mean i really want to know how you kind of seized that opportunity of being like let's kind have become the Walla, the Walla group for Funimation. So uh, my my roommates, uh, the great Alex Mai and Kevin D. Thelwell, shout outs to them both. I love them so much. Um, Alex's booth is the one that we used. He built his own booth uh, that like just from scratch using plants from the internet. And it was big enough to accommodate all of us. And we're just uh -huh. like, hey, we should we should pitch ourselves to studios as like a remote wallet option because we all fit in there. So it's like, why not? What have we got to lose? Yeah. Um, so we did it. Uh, like uh, CR sent us uh, like a like a home recording kit. This was like when they were first trying to figure out how to do the whole remote thing. Yeah. Um, and we installed it and we did like a, a test run and it worked out really well. So it's like, okay, I guess you guys can just do all our wallet. And we just did all the walla and it was uh a lot of work that needed to get done um but yeah uh like that's that is actually how i like got in front of the director who would direct the uh, the twelly anime uh, kyle phillips um we actually did the walla and the bits for that um and as i was we were doing it i was like oh i'm a huge twelly fan like thank you so much for letting us like be a part of this kyle like it means a lot and he's like yeah 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 no 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 problem no don't worry about it and then he sent me the auditions for, like, the main cast, and I'm just like, hey, um, yeah, we can't get the original cast in, and you said that you were a fan, so do you want to read for Neku? And I'm just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's how that spiraled. But, yeah, like, it, um, like, we all met in, I met Alex in, like, a class, like a Richard Horvitz class. Um, oh, no kidding. Uh, and, you know, it was, it was good stuff, and, uh, Kevin Thelwell, like, I, I met him in, a, in, I think at AX or something, um, but, like, for whatever reason, we all three of us just, like, found our way into this house together, and it's just, like, it all, it all just worked out. That so. is, I think for, I mean, I don't know if that's, like replicable in, in a certain kind of tangible way like hey me and a group of people we're gonna make it we're gonna make a huge voiceover booth and we're gonna pitch ourselves <laughs> as a wallow group i think you really found yourself in a very opportunistic situation to kind yeah. of make a name for yourself and to kind of get your foot into the door and for directors to know you i like that is so brilliant if i could like that type of intuition if you could translate that to different moments in time for other people that's that type of innovation is what it kind of takes to to break into these industries sometimes so kudos mm -hmm. to all of you to really like recognize that opportunity and to be able to deliver not just have the the setup but to be like we're good actors and not only can we do the wallow but you know you got a couple of lead roles uh, throw them our way maybe it'll work yeah, out yeah <laughs> exactly exactly and like again like it was just alex having the the uh, the foresight to like build a big enough boot that was like comfortable for him but also like it just so happened to fit all of us it was a bit of a tight squeeze but like <laughs> you know some compromises have to be made but like just being prepared was like having that kind of preparation is what led to us like having this 
this huge boom of just work and like now we're we're doing stuff with CR almost uh, every every week or so it's wow. it's it's great congratulations man good for you seriously so how how did you get to uh, or when did you move to Texas how'd you get there uh, and maybe we need to go all the way back to the beginning here so you did you grow up I saw you grew up in in Chile and then you moved to England and then you moved somewhere else and then you made your way to Texas okay let, let me let me give you the rundown on my lore because it's, okay. <laughs> it's a lot um so my parents are Chilean like m- my parents are Chilean nationals my dad's a diplomat uh, representing Chile um, I was born in England because they were posted there uh, during like one of their diplomatic missions uh-huh. uh lived there for two years moved to chile for two years um moved to austria for three years uh oh. spain for a year norway for three years back to chile for two years uh australia for four years <laughs> back to chile for two years and then switzerland for about half a year which uh, then at that point i was like I know I'm sick of this. I would just want to go to America because I feel like things are just a lot nicer there. Yeah. Um, so my parents let me go. I moved out here by myself about nine years ago. Um, I went to college in uh, New York. Graduated. I was like, where do I go now? Like, what do I do? Where'd you go um, in New York? I went to Stony Brook University. In, Stony uh, Brook. In, it's, in, it's on Long Island. Sure. Um, yeah. Go see wolves. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like... Um, at, during that time in in college is when I, like I really fell in love with voice acting. Like that's when it clicked for me that it's like, oh my god, this is what I want to do with my life. Because mm. um, I took a class uh, with Brittany Lauda and Matt Shipman, two amazing actors. Sure. Um, and like I, it was like a mock audition for like an anime, like just to give you, like just to give people ideas. But like I did it, and like I felt something deep inside, like like a spark. <laughs> And I was like, what, what was that? How do I, how do, I do that again? Uh, so I asked Brittany, like, do you, are you going to do any other classes? Because like, I feel like I felt something and I, wanted, I want more. And she's like, yeah, I'm doing um, like an ADR workshop uh, in about like a month or so. And I'm like, sign me the heck up. Uh, so that class happens. I do ADR for the first time and I hear my voice coming out of a character in an anime. Mm-hmm. And whatever that spark was, it turned into like a fire. I was like, that's it. That's what I want to do. That was it. And like, ah, oh, it was such an amazing feeling. And like, I remember like running back to 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 Center Station. This was in Manhattan uh, to Penn Station. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> should be your station. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, I can't, like this is I want to I want to do this forever. Um, so ever since then, I've just been like working jobs to support my voice acting and, uh, I'm, I am on a visa here. Uh, I'm currently on an O1 visa. Mm. Um, but like, it was just like, all of it was leading up to me trying to be a voice actor, like full time. And my visa basically means that all I can do is voice act. So, um, I've been full timing it for like three years now and it's been, it's been, it's been amazing. I, I'm so happy, and I want to do it forever. <laughs> well, I hope you do, because you are truly of, of like the contemporary, my contemporaries, our contemporaries, you're one of the standouts, and uh, I'm like I'm really excited for people to like even see uh, the first slam dunk, because, you know, even just getting to hear some of that stuff, like, and, and we'll, we'll get into that, because I just know how good you are, and I'm real. I just, like, I'm so happy for you, and I know it's very difficult to operate that world of the, of having a, a visa and worrying about, like, oh, how, yeah. you know, gaining citizenship. I've been a, a sponsor for other people, so I've went through that process oh, wow. of, of 
you know, helping people get, um, cause I had a film production when I was living in New York city and I had people work for me and I tried to help them get, um, uh, citizenship, you know, it's right, a very, ex- right. it's extremely hard process. I've, yeah. I've seen it kind of from that perspective. So, um, I hope that you continue to keep working and that all works out. Um, here's hoping, here's hoping. <laughs> yeah. So I, I want to take it back too. so when obviously in college, you kind of fell in love with voice acting, but when before were you playing games as a kid? Were you watching anime? Like where did all of this, where, where did you even get the first thought of like, yeah, voice acting? I want to, I want to try that. So I, I played a ton, okay, I grew up playing games, like I, ever since I was like three or four, like Donkey Kong Country on the Super Nintendo was my first game, and ever since then I've just been like, this is my life now, um, but I've always been like an actor, I was acting since I was four, like I, I was, like I, I just liked goofing around, and like acting is just goofing around, but with a bit more structure. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I just did a, a ton of acting growing up, and like voice acting was just uh, like something I kind of accidentally stumbled into. Mm. Um, I just like doing impressions of stuff, like goof, like just doing funny voices all the time, because it was fun, and like I, my friends liked it, so it was just that. I just, it's fun. That's yeah. literally it. Um. So like yeah like I I I wanted to uh, voice acting was one of those things that like I could do from wherever in the world even mm. if like I was in Norway or in Australia like the internet was always there and I could always voice act from my house yeah so like that's one of the things that also pushed me in that direction as opposed to like stage or uh, film acting um, but like I still dabble in those other two things but yeah. not as much but yeah like it was just the world travelingness that really influenced me the most to get into VA and I'm glad it did cuz yeah. it's been it's been fun. <laughs> huh, okay, so you you're traveling a lot, you're playing video games, you're watching anime, you go to college and you're taking an acting class, you want to take or you're you study are you majoring in theater at, at the college? No, I, I studied information systems, so I'm an IT nerd. Um, ah. I love computers, I love technology, and uh, the realist in me was like, I should probably get like a practical degree so I can like get a desk job so Makes I can sense. support myself. And my parents were like, please do that. Um, <laughs> but now, you know, I'm, I'm making all my income through acting, so they're like, actually, you know what, You're, you might have been onto something before, maybe we should have just let you do that in the first place, but yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. Yeah. So that really that class, that first class you did kind of changed your life in a way. It you oh, know, yeah. unlocked that that fire in your belly. And I really always we talk about on the show if you if you don't have that fire in your belly, it's a really hard industry to compete in because Absolutely. Everybody wants this with everything mm-hmm. they've got and the people and everybody who has that same feeling that you've had that I've had, like some of us we're still fighting our way to get in. So yeah, if you yeah. don't have that behind you, pushing you at every turn where you're kind of feeling down on yourself or quote unquote rejection or whatever it might be, it's really hard to sustain. So it sounds like you, you found that fire, you latched onto it and then you were living in New York. So what was the next steps? You decided you're going to move to Texas and pursue anime. Pretty much. Like I initially I moved to Texas because I Googled what's the cheapest place to live in in the United States. And <laughs> Texas was pretty high up there. And I'm like, well, I've got a couple of friends that are already down there. Um, Funimation slash uh, is down there. I'm like, might as well. You know, I've got yeah. nothing to lose. I'll just set up shop there and see how it works out. I didn't like go there with the express purpose of like getting in with Funimation. Sure. Because, um, you know, 
acting is like such a volatile industry. I don't want to like, I didn't, I didn't think I was owed anything because I really wanted to do this. So I was like, I'm going to approach this from a purely pragmatic, super boring standpoint that I'm not going to get into any acting thing. I'm just going to go down there to work a desk job and just figure stuff out. Huh. Um, but within like two weeks of um, moving down there, I did already get a bit in uh, in um, Legend of the Galactic Heroes. And that was like the first thing I did with uh, Crunchyroll. So it did kind of end up working out for me, but I feel like it was because uh, Brittany was the director in that and she she loved what I did in the class. So she wanted to just give me something to, to, to get me started. Um, so, but like, I feel like I got lucky, like is the thing. Sure. Like, so, so that's why, like, uh, I tell people that are interested, like, hey, like, do this, like, let the passion fuel you and like be stubborn about it. Like, just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And eventually you're gonna, you're gonna break through and then you're gonna start seeing results. Mm. Um, but yeah. <laughs> no, so that, that my question was going to be is how did you get that kind of first uh, opportunity? And it sounds like from having done that class, Brittany heard you and knew that you were good. What can you, from an acting perspective, how, hmm. what can you credit to why you were good in that class if this was kind of your first a time doing it like what because i i remember my first time dubbing something i was doing live dubs for an a ukrainian soap opera and i was god awful <laughs> right. i was so bad that was so bad they stopped calling i think i don't know if they fired me but they stopped calling me which is <sighs> not is is not a good sign either so it oh, took yeah. me a while to learn how to do this from a technical standpoint and for you to have been good enough in that class to the point where someone's saying i want you to come in and read for or work on something what can you credit the acting or the technical uh skill to to being that good at that point in your life um well first of all live action adr is super hard in my opinion it feels like it's always like we're doing it wrong because it doesn't match exactly and like it that always throws me off so like yeah i feel for you that's a tough one to have as like, like your first thing so, yeah. so and it wasn't good acting to begin with so i was like having to match bad acting which was very interesting oh yeah that that's that i'm so sorry you have to go through that but to be fair now i think it's because i was trying i was so trying to replicate and i'm i'm still navigating this and i'm curious if you do too like and we'll get back to that question before i lose it but like Sometimes I hear a reference and then I get like, oh, that's how it's supposed to sound versus like, no, 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 no. Do what you do. Just yeah. honor whatever they're asking for. And so maybe during hearing the bad soap opera acting, I was doing a big performance <laughs> or something or whatever. So Yeah, I, I get you. Like, it's it's just about like you just do the thing and whatever comes out comes out is like how I do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and But I'll do let the, the preview inform me. But no, uh, going back to to your question. Um, I think growing up as an actor and doing a ton of acting just throughout my life definitely helped out a ton. Um, like I had done theater classes in high school and college and all that stuff. Um, but I think I just have a really weird, innately good sense of rhythm. Mm. Um, I don't know where it came from. I think it's because I played a lot of rhythm games growing up. So <laughs> I just kind of have that pre-installed. Um, and I think that helped a lot with just like how ADR works when they're just like, okay, it's three beeps. And on the fourth imaginary beat, that's when you go. And I'm like, got it. And it's just, <laughs> it's just a rhythm thing where it's one, two, three, go. And like, that's it. 
Um, I've said that before. I've said that it's like it's dance dance revolution of like the the you know the karaoke when they when they have the karaoke. Yeah, bars. yeah You're basically yeah. doing like uh, uh, what's it called? Guitar Hero for voice acting. That's exactly. What exactly. <laughs> and like watching the preview, you see like the flaps are like. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, cool. So I have to fit the line to blah, 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 blah. And so it's yeah. like, it's the whole thing is like a timing, uh, just like a mini game or something. Um, like, I, one of the games I love is Rhythm Heaven, and it feels a lot like that a lot huh. of the time. <laughs> um, so it's just rhythm, acting, background. And I did a lot of improv, too. I, I, I did a fair amount of improv training, and I think that helped out. Uh, like letting me make strong decisions right out of the gate. Sure. Um, and like that's another thing that I tell people like, hey, if you really want to like practice a good skill to have in the booth, it's improv. Like yeah. it improves your cold reading. Uh, it'll make it so your first read is usually strong as heck. So you don't have to keep going back and like redoing stuff to make it perfect. Um, so it's. Yeah, it's just all those things combined just made me pretty decent at the thing. <laughs> and having the confidence to do well. And that's why I think even like what you're saying, the improv really helps you be confident making a choice and being exactly. like, I have to make that choice. Whether it's good or bad, we'll find out from the reaction yeah. of yeah. the teacher or the audience. Um, and that's why even too, like for people, like play Dungeons and Dragons and exactly. commit yeah, yeah. to a character. That's yeah. improv, you know? You, and eventually you can, I don't know if they teach, <laughs> dude, imagine there's a, a, a class for it's like Dungeons and Dragons improv training. That should be a class. That would be, <laughs> I would take that in all. I would like, like try to teach that class because right? that would be so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That, that would be so brilliant. But, like, that's another thing. Like, the fun. Like, we have fun playing Dungeons & Dragons because, like, we're, we're playing a game. We're having fun. We're enjoying ourselves. And that, like, that lends itself to, like, this playing pretend kind of mentality. And, yeah. like, that's when your acting becomes, like, super just natural, in my opinion. And, like, that's me every time I'm in the booth. I'm just there to have fun. Like, yeah. I think that, like, playing a character, exploring, like, a scenario and, like, building up, like this character's story and everything through acting, it's just fun, man. Like, it's, it, it makes me go back to, like, when I was a kid and I picked up a stick and I was like, this is a sword. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, like, the vibe that I have whenever I'm acting. And whenever people ask me, like, what were you thinking during that read? I'm like, huh? What do you mean? Like, I, I, I wasn't, I was just, I was having fun. I, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, so it makes me a terrible teacher, because, like, I don't, know, <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain myself. It's like, I was just having fun. I was just kind of screwing around, and it sounds good. I think um, it's a great point, though, because so much of even the structure of this podcast, to a degree, people are often like, well, what is the method I need? Or who yeah. do I train with to get the secrets? But I think as children, we have access to all of those things that make exactly. great actors. It's just exactly. a pure imagination and the freedom to not worry, is this right? Is this going to get me hired? It's like, no, I'm freaking exactly. Luke Skywalker. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm Han Solo, you know? Yeah, so many people try to focus on like I need to book I need to make this perfect yeah. I need to I need to hit all these points exactly but it's like you lose sight of the fun and mm -hmm. if it's not fun then like why are you doing it you know yep so yeah I, that is to say like I feel like doing a lot of theater classes and like learning sure. the method it did pre-install all of that like uh, like finding out where the who, what, where, and why super fast, and like now I can kind of just do that really quickly. Yeah. Um, but it's all about just relying on your instincts and like what just 
feels good in the moment and just like cutting loose and just letting go of yourself and yeah, yeah. you know it's so it's you just made me think of this i recently had a callback for something and my my partner who uh she's an actor but she's a, a writer now but she's trained in the same method that i did we both did meisner training and um yeah i had to play a character <clears throat> in this callback <clears throat> and um he had to be very emotional oh, i was getting redirected to be very emotional and like the mm -hmm. character was going to be crying and stuff and then she uh she asked me she's like so what did you think about to cry and i go i didn't really think about anything i was like i was just playing the character i'm like i'm at a point right now in my career where i don't have to do like sense memory for everything i don't have to do as ifs for every little thing if yeah, i can commit yeah. myself to the character i've been I have so many different tools in my tool chest where there's not like I have to do this to act good. It's mm -hmm. like remove, exactly. sometimes it's removing all the crap and just trusting that you can believe the story like you would as a kid. Yeah, that you yeah. know, like this is the scenario I'm in. So if I'm actually listening and I'm responding, I should feel something in some sort of way. If you have a a good reader, it really helps. But you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> generally that's kind of uh, how it is. So it's I love hearing people's different approaches or different backgrounds and trainings um and it's cool to hear that you know you kind of were just like you threw yourself into this and that's kind of where i guess the uh it, it almost sounds like obviously you had the training but really just loving something so much and committing to it is what led to having memorable performances yeah it's i mean it's just fun like that's i keep stressing it but it's like it's a, for me this is just a hobby that's kind of gone out of control like i <laughs> i um i just like just love sometimes when i'm in, like when i'm alone in the house when everybody else is gone i just like doing funny voices just out in the open and nobody can stop me it's great yeah um but like it's just that like it's just playing around it's just having fun and like i love it so much is yeah the thing like getting to explore all these different characters that people have like trusted me with and like um you know, worked with me to develop, like, it's just, it's been such a blast. And like, I keep saying it, but it's like, I really just want to do this until like, I don't think death is going to stop me from doing it. <laughs> from the grave. From the grave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to like the grim reaper is going to be pushing me down into the grave. And I'm like, no, no, I can still do stuff. I can still do it. <laughs> so. You know, I love this because I can see it in, in your enthusiasm and it really, it does to, for 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 most people, it really does take that enthusiasm, whether that's for the thing you're doing it for or for your love of the acting, because not everybody is a fan like we are of these things, mm. you know? Not everybody oh, yeah. is a huge anime or video game fan, but they love the the art. They love the play. They love the yes. creation and the the freedom and the artistic nature. And you have to, you have to love one of those things. Mm -hmm. And then one of those should lead to the love of the rest of them in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Because yeah. just because you love acting and you get booked on a video game, you can't be like, ah, oh, freaking hate video games. Uh, I guess I'm going to dial this in, you know? It's like, no, you have to care about everything you're doing. And I've seen that in your performances. And obviously, the first thing, again, was The World Ends With You. Um, where I, And I would love to talk about that now. Was that kind of, you were doing the Walla and you had gotten that first gig from Britney? Was was Twooey outside of the, uh, the Walla, like your first big thing that you actually had done with them? Yes. Well, like, I, I did get, like, um the smaller bits here and there and i did mm -hmm. get a, a a character in uh my hero academia who was like this flasher villain who <laughs> like appears for one scene is like a one one scene joke and then gets instantly taken out and you never hear him again uh -huh. um but uh neku was uh like I, like i'm pretty sure was my first lead role wow um i i like what a lead role right like yes. i 
I grew up playing The World Ends With You on the DS. I played it during one of the most, like, uh, pivotal moments. I was, like, in my most formative years imaginable, and that game did some serious damage to, like, everything. <laughs> in, in the sense that it's like, well, now I guess I have to listen to J-Rock and J-Rap and, like, hip-hop <laughs> all my life, and now I love, like, graffiti aesthetics a ton, and now I want to, like, dress up like Beat all day. That um, was me, man! That so was me! It was, yeah, you get it. Like, it's, it's, that game was just, like, so important to me. And, like, I was, I went through, like, Neku's arc. Like, I was kind of a loner growing up. I didn't really want to, like, interact with people. I, I thought I was a bother. But then, like, God, that game story was just so good. I and know. it, like, I, I, I love it. I loved it so much. And, like, I have, like, three copies of it. Like, I have the, the DS1, the Switch version. It's on my phone. Yeah, I'm with you, like, man. <laughs> You know, I'd, this makes me so happy because it's it's one of those things, especially when it's like, and I again, the same kind of similar experience for me where Neo was my first big role, my first main uh, video game role, and I had the same kind of similar experiences. So it's nice to know that these things, especially when a title has been kind of dormant for so long, that the people yeah. who are doing it care about it and they have that kind of like, you know, because I, I saw it with you when the, when the animation came out and I've kind of tried to hold the torch of Tuwui with Neo to a certain degree and be like... You, you held it amazingly, by the way. You did amazing. Like, I, 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 seriously, you did a fantastic job. I loved your performances, Rendo. It well, was so good. Thank you. I, I, But again, I credit that to wanting to do, as I'm sure you did, you know, like, want to honor this series, which yes. means a lot to, in comparison, probably a smaller group of people than our, you know, usual, but it, it has such a dedicated diehard fan base yes, yes. did you feel that for yourself when you were recording like did you like were you like i'm a fan and i gotta do this for the fans so as a fan of the series when they first announced the anime my first thing was please let them get the original dub cast back and when it didn't happen i still not sure why or whatever but like it's that what's done is done um as soon as they offered me the thing i was like i need to do everything in my power to make sure that like, me and my fellow fans will be satisfied with this product. Like, no matter what. Um, so, like, just me being a fan of the series, like, loving it so much, I that informed so many of my reads. And, like, oh, like, I was like, this is a line from the game. Uh, how did, how did, um, how did Neku say it in the game? Uh, like, uh, what, what was Jesse David Cordy's, like, uh, how did he play this line? How did he do this? And, like, all of that informed all of my reads. Um, wow. And I was lucky enough to have one of the writers for the for the anime's dub, um, uh, Jessica Sluiz. Um, she was a huge fan of Toei as well. So, like, she did her best to work in so many little references and, yeah. like, direct pulls from the game. And every time we got to a line that was like, hey, here's a line that's directly from the game, but we have an alt that's not from the game. And I was like... Kyle, we need to do the line from the game. No matter, like, I'm not gonna continue this session unless we do the line from the game because it is so important. Yes. Um, and, like, even when there wasn't a line in the J, she would just throw something in. Like, um, during, like, the last fight with, um, uh, oh my god, I'm blanking on his Show. name. Sunglasses Villain Man. Uh, is it oh, Kitaniji? Uh, Hana... No, it's not Kitaniji, is it? Uh, from, from Sunglasses Kiryu? Dude. Are you mean Hana, Hanakoma? Was it Hanakoma? I think so. No, 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 no. Uh, the bad guy uh, with long hair. 
Oh, um, um, I think it is Kitaniji. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, uh, it's the final fight with them, and Shiki does like a fusion attack. And, like, there's, like, a gap between her line and, like, the next line. And the writer was like, I'm going to throw in a thanks piggy, like, in there. And, like, you guys don't have to do it, but if you do it, you'll make everybody really happy. Yes. And I'm like, we need to do that line because it'll make people happy. And it made people happy! Yes. So, yeah, like, I think being a, like being passionate about something, like, uh, that the thing that you're working on, it does so much for your acting and, like, for your performance. And, like... That's why, like, I, I've let myself enjoy so many more things and, like, just explored so many more medias and stuff and I'm watching so many more things and playing so many more games and all of that is, like, letting me, like, uh, like bask in these worlds and, yep. like, if I happen to book, uh, like, something that's in them, like, that just improves my read so much more because I'm, like, I'm invested. I know what, like, I know... I know I'm a fan and I know what I'm looking for yep. as a fan. So it's, like, yeah, that's why... God, Twoey was just dude. I'm I'm just so happy that you it happened. really did do a good do do a, a phenomenal job, and it, I wound up watching that anime because I had done. I think Neo had came out already, right? When the it animation, was around this, yeah, it was around that time. It was and yeah, it was, it was like, at the same time. So I had my my partner. She had never experienced Twoey or anything, but she obviously knew how excited I was about doing Neo and everything. All right, yep, I broke NDA to my partner. She knew I had, <laughs> she knew I worked on Neo, but so she was always so curious about everything, and she had started playing on the mobile version, but you know, it just was not enough time for her to catch up. So I was like, yeah, oh no, yeah. great, the animation came out, so we sat and watched it together. So she got to experience Twoey like for the first time through the anime, and so me watching, I'm catching all of these references and everything, and there was just and and. Even though there were certain differences, obviously, like, uh, and 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 to to their credit too, like, um, who played Josh uh, Joshua? Uh, 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 that was Chappain, cool. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a different vocal feel than people are used to with Joshua, mm, but still, mm. I loved his take on it. And for me, I'm always someone who wants a little bit of difference for something that has already existed in some way. It's like I'm a huge fan of the remake of Final Fantasy VII. I'm a huge yeah, fan yeah. of things that are taken and, and extrapolated on and then they're enhanced because it's like, if I want the original thing... I'll just do the original thing again. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Like, I wanted it in some way, shape, or form, but there were so many moments that you did that were like I, one line sticks out like "dumb beat is best beat." Like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I love, I loved your performance on that, and it's just like there's so many of those just really great like Neku isms and his apathy <laughs> for life. But then also there was a lot of playfulness that you had kind of in his as he grows as the character, and I really liked the way that you. Uh, you let that arc journey because I think it was a good way for people to experience that story because it's it's not the same as the game where you're sitting down for over like what 30 40 hours yeah, experiencing like, this game yeah. you're, you're watching this thing in three hours or four hours total of time yeah, yeah. with the episodes so to get that arc in that short period of time is such a challenge but you really did a great job the whole cast really did a phenomenal job and that's also kudos to the writers the directors everything but i thoroughly enjoyed it and uh it really made me so happy to to sit there with my partner and for us to watch it and be like see this is what this game can do to somebody <laughs> yeah it's i like think of the anime as just like a remix like if we're using twelve's yeah, language right? it's a go. remix it's it's 
It's just a different way to experience the story and like these characters that we love so much. Um, and like, I still tell people like, hey, if you like the anime, play the game. Yes. Like, it's on mobile. It's on Switch. Just go and play it. It's amazing. You won't regret it. Yep. Um, and like, and then I tell people, did you like the original game? Great. Go play Neo because it's <laughs> also amazing. It's great. It's the characters are so great. Um, oh god, and the music too. Um, did they have the music in your scenes while you were recording already? Yes. It was, yes. Oh, dude, how, that must have been like a trip, right? Here in like. Uh, calling and like yes. just like you know oh man there were so many moments where like it hit me where it's like I'm doing this like I'm in this series I'm in this world I'm in Neku's shoes like yeah. it's happening cause like I think I booked like I, I got news that I booked it like literally like two or three weeks after I beat Neo. Oh no! Um, so I was like I was riding a twelve high at that point. <gasps> I was listening to the soundtrack on like Spotify constantly. I was like in this like zone. Yeah. Um. So it came just at like the right time for me to be like yes, like ah, I can't believe it. Yeah. Um. But it was. Yeah, it, like every time I did a line from the game, like I did like a fusion attack line or something, that's when I was like, oh God, I just couldn't believe it. It was <laughs> did, great. Did you have a favorite moment or scene or a challenging moment or was there just like an impactful moment that you really remembered recording that, or you, that you guys really worked hard on? Uh, anything that stands out from the process? Um, Basically, all of my interactions with Joshua on screen sure. were, were great, where I had to be like, God, screw this kid so much. I know. Um, and then, like, the the finale, like, the final scene where uh, Neku confronts Joshua and all that stuff. Um, every Dude. single, like, battle scene, because the combat efforts, I was just like, I feel so cool doing them. Right? So <laughs> I was, I, those were all great. And getting to yell, ready to die, then die! And, like... All that stuff. And um, one of my favorite lines was at the end when they're fighting, I'm pretty sure it's Kitaniji. Um, like, Neku has like this big ball of noise, like a spike uh -huh. ball, and he goes, Take your dumb game and shove it! And like, that was so much fun to do. Yes. Um, it was great. It yeah, was wonderful. Yeah, no, there's such, I mean, I, a lot of emotional moments really, you know, stood out for me. The, you know, the will win and you're just, just crying <laughs> and like, win. you know, so uh, really, honestly, um, people, if you haven't watched the animation at this point, that the anime, like you have to go watch it. I re it's just like, there's so much content for people to enjoy if you're a fan of, of that series and, um, a uh, good jumping point for me, too, because the way you were saying about playing games, too, um, like an experience that's really made you want to immerse things, that was kind of the same experience for me in Genshin. And I had been playing Genshin for a while, and I'd, I had been auditioning for that game for a very long time. <laughs> Many of the characters I have auditioned for, uh, maybe including yours, you know, I've, been, I've, I've auditioned for yeah. a lot, so when I got to finally be in it, it felt like that homework of hearing the performances and hearing how good people are really paid off, and mm, I want to talk mm. about that for you. Like, how was it kind of, did you have any kind of similar experience? Was Genshin just like another audition, or did you have a thing in mind, or did you have a performance in mind? Because I haven't gotten, I stopped playing pretty early on, but I got really far 
I was like AR-56, if that means anything to you. Oh, yeah, it does. I, I do play as well. Okay, as well, so, so yeah. in Dragon Spine, I stopped playing, and I got to AR-56, which was like me. I was a hardcore addict at that point. <laughs> and then I stopped playing, and then I had to watch like clips of stuff. And to I really I got to watch some clips of your character, Kave, <laughs> and I, I felt like it's such a good character. You remind me of, uh, uh, what's his name, from uh, Harry Potter. You know, uh, Ken, not Ken, Kenneth Branagh's character in Harry Potter, you know, when he's like the... <sighs> The wizard teacher, where he's like he, he he's very theatrical and he's very. Oh, um, I I can't, the name I, I, is escaping me. Gilderoy uh, Lockhart, yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just kind of had like a similar like maybe it's just his look or the flair, the theatrical flair. He kind of had that for me, and I was curious. Just was like. What was everything from getting this audition to booking? Did you know about it? Did you have any inspirations, or did you just wing it and say, "Here's my best take on something," and magically you got it? So I was aware, like I was acutely aware of Genshin because like everybody, I, everybody I knew was playing it. Yeah. So I was, I was going to be the grumpy one of the group and be like, I, I'm not a fan of gotcha games. I'm not going to play this game until I, I voice a character in it. That's going to be my condition. Um, that became and every- my condition to come back to the game. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's so like... Yeah, like, I, I, I had watched, I had been, like, exposed to it so much because of my friends and, like, watching other people play it. And I'm like, the more I watched it, the more I was like, okay, this game is pretty cool. Like, all right, now I'm, I feel like I need to, like, go out of my way now to, like, try and get in on it somehow. Uh, and I almost broke my claws. I'm like, oh, you know what, I might just install it and play it a bit. But, like, no, I was like, you know what, no, I'll just keep, I'll just keep at it. I'll just watch other people and be happy with that. Um, but I was aware more or less of how everybody sounded in the game and like the general performances and everything. Um, I had also auditions for a lot of different characters over the, uh, the, uh, course of the game. Um, and then, uh, when Kaveh showed up, I was like, oh, okay. The specs called for, they were like, think this character from a famous sitcom. Sure. I don't want to say what it is because I feel like those sides might be under NDA, but I was like, oh, I know this character, and that's an interesting choice. Huh. So I was like, I'm going to feed that into my lines and yeah. see how it works out. So I just did this thing. I just acted the way I did. And, like, they they called me, and they were like, yeah, they love it. They want you as, as this character. And I'm just like, oh, okay, awesome. And then um, the thing is... Uh, Nazee found out about this. He plays Alhatham, yes. who's Kaveh's roommate. Um, he found out that I was playing Kaveh, and he hit me up, and he's like, are you my roommate? And I'm like, Nazee, are we roommates? Because we're, we're really good friends. Yeah. So, like, we were we were both like, oh, my God, we get to, like, do this thing together, and we get to have, like, this, like, amazing dynamic between our characters, and, oh, it was, it was great. And, like, um, initially I was so nervous to play this character because I, I was aware of how uh, huge Genshin was. Like, sure. I'm, like, this is something that's millions and millions of people are playing. It's, it's one of the most like profitable games in history. Like it's a huge deal. Yeah. Um, and I was like, am I going to be able to do well by the fan base? Am mm. I going to be able to like, uh, like give them like what these millions of players, like what they, they want out of the character because like. He is like a like a character that has a cool relationship with a cool character and like all that stuff um was like uh weighing on me. Yeah. Uh, but then when I talked to Nazi and was like okay, now that I know that I've got you with me in this 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 duo, like that's 
I feel better about it. Yeah. Um, and I so, must say, you, you, like, from what I've read and what I've seen, what I was, like, going through a lot of the clips just before this, because I'm not that far in the game yet. I just got to Inazuma in Genshin, so I'm trying to grind to get to Fontaine. <laughs> so hopefully in the next few weeks I'll, I'll get to Mikave. But uh, from what I've seen in the, the clips and everything, unanimously, people love both your performance, but both of your performances and your characters. It is, like, it is, it is without a doubt, in every comment, they love, 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 love your character and the performance it is so i hope you know you you did you feel that love when it happened yeah. were you oh, curious yeah, and looking through the comments and like i, I did i i <laughs> i did like i was like like do they like it do that did i do right is it is it too much like sitcom character like what what did i do yeah. but they're like wow comedy's really funny and i'm just like <gasps> okay, thank God. Um, yeah, it was. It, everyone's been so so nice, and like I, it was like I breathed like the biggest sigh of relief when when people like I heard I people started saying like oh you, like wow, Kavi's voice sounds good. Like I, I hope we find out who it is, and I'm just like I'm right here. I'm watching. Like there were people <laughs> saying like hey, whoever Kavi's voice actor is, know that you're doing a great job, and we're proud of you. And I'm like I can't interact with you, but. Thank you so much. Because um, you had something released with your voice before they announced who you were. Yep. Yep. Mm, very interesting. So, totally different for experience for me because they put it like in the yeah. YouTube comments. <laughs> Granted, I say I say one line in the freaking thing. So yeah. But, by the way, your one line sounds great. So oh, like I, 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 yeah, I wanted to tell you congratulations. By the way, like it's it's awesome that you're in this too, and like it's it's great. Like it's. Yeah, but you were definitely luckier than I was because <laughs> I had to sit on that for quite some time as oh. as, uh, as um, intrigue mounted. Like I, I thought they were going to announce me um, for I'll Hate Them Story uh, trailer because like I'm heavily uh, Kaveh's heavily featured in that trailer. Yeah, like talking to the others, and it's like they. I felt like they were going to put my name in the credits, but it's like they didn't. So I'm just like. Mm. Mm, yeah. Cool. <laughs> but I think they've changed was... their philosophy now. Considering if they announce <laughs> all of us at the first time, they've they've spared me the torture of of that happening. Because I I had and I'm curious for when it did happen for you when it released. Because I had woke up and I guess they released these things very either late at oh, night yeah, or early, early in the morning. So mm. I woke up to like a. On my phone, did you have a similar experience when people finally found out yes. it was you? Because was yours a solo announcement? Was it just your character that they announced by itself? They 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 had announced me on the live stream with like um it was me and uh, Baiju's uh, actors. We okay. both got announced in the same uh, stream. Um, but I remember I I I was like, should I should I wake up early for the live stream? Now nah, I'll just. I'll just sleep, and whatever happens, happens. Uh -huh. And I woke up to my phone exploding with <laughs> notifications. And I was like, what, 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 what happened? What's that? Oh, what's going on? What? Uh, uh? And I'm just like, oh, oh, it happened. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I grabbed, like, the screen cap of their little graphic with my name on it. I'm like, I'm Kaveh. And it was just... Like a the floodgates, like floodgates right? opened, and it was just oh my god! It was it was it was great. It was wonderful. Oh man, um, did you have did you have like a um, 
a moment recording for Genshin where it was because this has been an experience just that I know from my own recording experience that did you have a moment where it was a, a, a line tripped you up or you didn't really understand it or you were like I don't know if I'm doing this the way I should do it because we don't hear the reference when we're recording for this exactly. which is oftentimes not the, the case so it really they do give you the freedom to a certain degree to be like you know embody this character and let it come out did you have a moment where you were like oh this is this one's stumping me i don't know what to do or where to go or it required a lot of direction or anything like that i feel like for kave everything kind of just flowed Ugh. it was really i don't think i had a moment where i'm like hmm like i don't know like what the deal is here everything um what helped is that like uh the director was giving me like hey here's what like he gave me the lines before and after every line, so I was like, okay, I know what yeah. the context is and everything. Um, there were a lot of, like, Kave talks a lot, and he talks very heightened, and he's very proper with his diction. Yes. And there were so many moments where he had to say a lot of things, a lot of complex words really fast, keeping that heightened emotion. And I had so many moments where I'm like, oh, the, the, the aesthetics of the... the, the, the and, and it's like, I need to find some way of keeping him, like, heightened... But like, uh, like legible. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, so, I, that's a real, that's a real thing. And speed wise, and making sure. It, I mean, this game is kind of forgiving a little bit. There's certain games where like you don't have. It's got to be a, in a certain amount of seconds. Oh, yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? So at least this is a little bit more forgiving to a certain degree. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there were moments where like I was like, you know what? Is it okay if I slow it down just a teeny bit? And they're like, yeah, go for it. It's like cool. All right, that that is a load off my mind. Um, yeah. But no, there were there were definitely a lot of moments uh, that were the opposite, where I was like so in tune with him, where I'm like, oh my god, I get it, like I get it. Th this is like he's talking about like, oh, this is something that artists have to face, and it really sucks. And I'm like, yeah, I we do <laughs> face that. Yeah, it does suck. So it's like there was I connected so much with him and like I it was one of those one of those moments from like the 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 love of the character really helped me out so much and like I oh god he's he's one of my favorite characters I've ever done I'm I'm so happy yeah. that I got to be him I can I mean, no pun intended it had a huge impact on your life but also a lot of people <laughs> and I know it was, yeah but Chin. <laughs> roll the sitcom no <laughs> but it was uh if you had to pick and because uh, he's what he's animal right he's a wind uh he's a dendro dendro yes. dendro sorry the wrong one if you had to pick it an element besides dendro this is for this is for all you fans out there okay if you had to pick an element besides dendro to be what would it be um probably pyro pyro or, or, uh, or geo uh one of those two i feel like i i like mountains and stuff but people have always like i i've been associated a lot with with more fiery stuff and like I'm just like I want to just burn stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, he's he's my Dendro boy. Like I, one of my my roommate Kevin, he got me one of these oh, visions. Oh, that's so cool! And I've got a bigger one that I've got on like my my day to day backpack. But yeah, it's um, it's probably Pyro. Yeah. What, <laughs> is, that? what is your astrological sign? Do you know that? I'm a Capricorn. Capricorn. Okay. So that's an Earth sign, right? Or is that a water yeah, sign? Yeah, so that's why I'm like yeah, Geo probably yeah. as well. <laughs> but okay. 
if magma was a, an element, <laughs> if volcanoes magma. were an element, I'd be a magma element. I like um, that. I like that. But no, I think it's it's one element at a time. There's no combinations just yet. <laughs> mm, not yet, but there's always room for change. I do like Someday. magma. I'm on the magma train because I feel like that would be me right? too. Right? Um, gosh. Or lava, I guess. But lava, sure. Whatever. Either way. <laughs> volcano. You're just a volcano. <laughs> I want to be. I want to be the volcano character. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, well that's so cool, man. And I'm so happy for you with that. I mean, just experiencing from my end, I know how important this game is to a lot of people, and I know you're putting mm. a lot of smiles mm. on people's faces um, with your character. I think it was pretty monumental when he came out. It's uh, it's huge, and your work is fantastic. Um, Thank you so much. <laughs> I would love to shift now to something that we have yet to really touch upon, and that is the thing that we are going to be sharing our. Uh, uh, appearances in which is the first slam dunk which yeah. comes out the night of the 27th in some places but july 28th and mm-hmm. you play hanamichi sakuragi and i i play uh ryota miyagi and for anybody who doesn't know while in the advertising i mean first of all it's a very ensemble this movie i mean it's yes. about these five guys on this team um but and, and it might be talking about ryota's story at this point but in the Slam Dunk series, your character is the main character. Yep. <laughs> like, you're the dude. You are the, you are the Slam Dunk dude. So I would love to talk yeah. about that audition to booking. Were you aware of Slam Dunk? And what was it like kind of like getting to be able to record for such an iconic character? I mean, this, this series is ginormous it's in Japan. Huge. It is like, oh yeah. It is like one of the number one things in the world, um, in terms of people and, and these types of sports anime. So I would just love to know your experience with having gotten this role i was definitely aware of um of slam dunk before i got the sides and when i got the sides i looked at the they had pictures of the characters and i'm like this is slam dunk there's no you can't tell me this isn't yeah, slam like it was all code named yeah. yeah it was all code named and i think all their names were code named too um they might have been yeah I think so. Um, but I was like, no, I know, I know who all these characters are. <laughs> I know that's Sakuragi, that's uh, that's uh, Ryota, like that. Like I, I knew, and like I was like, oh heck yeah! Like this is, this is like it's one of like the like out of the top five selling manga of all time. It's like number two or something, right, right behind One Piece. Like it's huge. <laughs> yeah, it's colossal, and like it's the reason why like Japan has a basketball scene. Like it, it popularized basketball in Japan. Yep. Um, and it's, it's, it was wild, like getting that email being like, Hey, you're going to be Sakuragi. And I'm like, I'm, I'm what? Yeah. I'm what? (laughs) Um, but again, like for my audition, like I just, I, I've always wanted to play a delinquent in something and I've always wanted to be in a sports show in some like major capacity. And this is literally a two for one combo Uh where I get to be the, the sports delinquent of all time. And like, God, so when I got that audition, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to have fun. Like this is, I'm, I'm going to pretend as if I already booked it. And this is me just having fun being this character. And I'm just like, yeah, what up? Like, this is just me. And like, it's, it was, uh, so I don't know if that was the voice or not. Um, (laughs) it probably wasn't. They, they, they finessed in the booth. Um, but it was, 
it was just so liberating being able to just be this like like this 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 genius basketball player and uh it was it was great as soon as i flipped i flipped out when i found out that i booked it i was like this is so awesome it and, um, and just getting to hear you from my end it was just <laughs> i so heard you too good. well that's you, you were you were awesome it oh, was great <laughs> gosh i mean everybody is for performances i'm so excited for people to watch this movie oh, um, same like same. I, it really means like this project and i'm curious did you record this from fr- remotely from texas yes okay uh, i recorded it in my home booth it's blurry right now but it's right over there yeah um and uh the thing is like it, uh, sakuragi is so explosive uh, explosive yeah that's a good word for it um <laughs> but he's so like loud and he like projects all the time and i was like I was in the middle of like a bunch of different other projects and I'm like, I hope my voice can keep up. Yeah. Um, cause he needs all of that, like, yeah, power to it. Um, so I just threw myself into it. No, no care in the world. I warmed up as best as I could, but I was like, I need to go for it. I can't hold back for yeah. this. Um, and by the end of recording, like you can, you're, you're probably going to be able to hear it when you watch the movie. Like my voice was already shot. I was like exhausted. Um, but it worked because in the movie, Sakuragi was just as exhausted. And yes. I was like, I was like the, the, the director, um, Michael Sinner Nicholas. I loved working with he's him, by the way. He's phenomenal. He's, he's so much fun. Yeah. Um, uh, like he was like, yeah, like, keep, let's keep, like, let's keep going. Like you've got that tired energy and it's working because like in, in the movie, you're, you're exhausted. You're, you're fighting to, to keep on your feet. And like, I added all that into my performance. So it was it was definitely um a challenge yeah. uh like because again um i'm used to playing like edge lords and like <laughs> super prim and proper like very like clean cut characters yes. with proper diction so i had to be like uh, michael kept going like you have to mess it up a little like like slur your speech a little mumble more like you have to be messier yeah um because he's a he's a he's a delinquent he's a no good thug like that's you have to give him that energy, and so it was. It took some. It took. It was a challenge for me to get into that headspace of like, yeah, you know, whatever, uh, like that kind of thing. So, um, I really hope that people enjoy it because I, 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 I hope I, so I too. Because it's 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 really. <laughs> and I mean, I, I can just tell everybody put their heart and soul performance oh, yeah. wise into it. And I'm curious, was that a challenge having like just from like being the audio engineer and recording remotely and doing something that had a lot of different volumes and levels and physicalities? I mean, we're running up and down the court so much. Was that like a unique experience that you've haven't uh, experienced in that way before? Um, definitely not for an anime. Like I, I, I did have to ride the game a lot of the times, yeah. like, uh, and like, like there were moments where it's like, okay, we'll do this odd part for, first, and then we'll we'll jump into the quieter part after, and we'll we'll manage the game from there. Um, but it's just like having to like have all this activity while my booth is really tiny, so I didn't really have the room to like really move. Yeah. So I had to like really like be theater of the minded and like try to squeeze as much movement as I could while I was in this cramped little booth. Yeah. Um. But like. I think it it sounds good, and I hopefully other people will agree with me. I think so. <laughs> Everything that I heard, I, I I was so impressed with. And again, you know, th- this story, if it wasn't for, I heard this is what somebody told me in G Kids, or maybe it was G Kids. Somebody told me when I was at Anime Expo, they were like, because I was familiar with Slam Dunk, I never like was reading the the manga heavily. And Manga's then, really good. Yeah. I, I highly recommend the manga. I it's started really reading it once all of this started to happen, and I started to 
learn a lot of the story and to see how this kind of ties in for anybody who um, has read it before. They'll see a lot of familiar things to a certain extent. Um, but uh, when they were when he was creating this manga, that they, he wanted Ryota to be the main character, but they were like uh, whoever I think was publishing was like, no, 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 no. Right now, what's hot is like delinquents who are yeah. like whatever, and then so <laughs> he created. Uh, Hanamichi because that was kind of like what was the popular theme in Japan at the time like these type yeah, of guys yeah. these bad boys or like I don't know if he's a bad boy but he's definitely uh, he is a bad boy to a certain he's, degree he's a bad boy he's a good guy but <laughs> yeah. a bad boy yes 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 so like that was it, it really is his story and in this film without saying any spoilers here um, you do get to experience a lot of all of the characters and we do yeah. get to see a lot of, of your character take center stage in a lot of moments which are people are going to relish they are going to relish yeah like uh just again i'm also not going to spoil but like yeah if, if um it's definitely like a great film to jump into the series like it's it's if you've never seen slam dunk before like don't worry about it like the movie is very self-contained and very like easy to jump in yeah um but if you're a fan you're gonna you're gonna love it Heck you're gonna yeah. love it. it's great it's really good yeah um, it's it's one of those movies too where i was trying to communicate this with a friend it's like if you don't like anime or you don't like sports it doesn't matter because it's you're rooting for these this team and that camaraderie is what you and like these are, in my opinion, and you find this out in the manga, like, these are people that if they weren't on the same team, they would not be friends. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, these are five different people, so I think you can find somebody, or, like, your personality to a certain degree in each one of the characters, and all of them fighting for this common goal, and, like, pushing each other to the limits, and it's just, like, it's such a, it's one of those movies where if you don't see it in the theaters, I think you're really gonna miss out, because it has, oh, yeah. like, I saw it in, we, we watched the, uh, the sub at Anime Expo with a crowd, and it was electric. It was, you know what I mean? I was like, I can't wait to see this with the, with the dub crux. I, oh, yeah. I'd worked my ass off. I know everybody else did. Michael Sinter Nicholas is one of the best directors. I, and Stephanie Shea, who also worked on it. But they, yes. Michael was like, I'm not going to settle for, for bullshit here. Like, yeah. we're doing yeah. this right. So I'm just so stoked for people to experience Dude, it. Dude, I, I just can't wait. And like, like, touching back on the characters, like, it's, it's, like, it's such a grounded story. Like, yeah. once I've read the manga, I'm like, this is really, like, these are dudes that, like, they mess up. Yeah. Like, they they don't win every game because they're, like, Sakuragi's the main character, but, like, he's he's really, like, he has his flaws. Oh, yes. And, like, he's learning how to play the game as the story's going, and, like... He's like, the amateur. He, yeah, he's the amateur. And, like, but... Being an amateur, like, lets him think outside the box yep. and, like, do things that are unconventional that can still work. Yep. And it's, like, but it's, it's, that's why I love, like, that story so much. Because it's not, like, the traditional, like, shonen sports anime where the main character just has, like, a superpower. Yeah, yeah. And everybody's, <laughs> like, yeah. basketball dunk or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, I've got, you know, and, like, even, like, his slam dunk isn't, like, a thing that he always does. It's, like, a, it's 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 something that he has to build up to is yeah. the thing. And it's, like, it's 
it's just so cool. Like it's it's such a great uh, like franchise. I love it, and I'm so happy that we, like we get to we get to do this. I know it's, it's really cool. I'm really glad that you know like you and everybody else who's a part of it. I mean, we've got Alex Lee, Jonah Scott. Yeah. It's like we've got such great, and there's so many other great people in the cast. Alan Lee. I mean, there's it's, it's packed with such phenomenal actors. I'm I'm so glad to be on this journey with you, and I can't wait for people to see it and to to share the glory of Shoku. Let's go Shoku! Right with everybody. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it's just, I'm, and I'm, I'm really just happy for you and your career and everything that's been happening for you. It's, it's, I just getting to, to know you here. I know that you're this type of person who truly cares about the work and you are that talented to where it is extremely well deserved. And I'm just, I can't wait to see what else you have in store. I know, um, for anybody listening, I know you have the, the fate movie has not come out yet, right? That you were announced in. The Fate special has come out. It, uh, has? it is on Crunchyroll right now. It's uh, Fate Strange Fake Whispers of Dawn. Uh-huh. Um, and they did announce that we're going to get a full series of Fates, uh, Fate Strange Fake, which will be coming out soon. I don't know when. Uh, maybe in a year, maybe half a year. I don't know. Heck yes. Um, but... Uh, I'm really looking forward to that one. So uh, if any Fate fate fans out there, go to Crunchyroll right now. You can watch it subbed or dubbed. I play Saber in that. I'm really excited. <laughs> Amazing, dude. I'm, 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 I, I got to watch that because I didn't even know it came out yet because I just remember it's when so that announcement came out a while back, right? It yeah, was it was like, ages ago. Yeah. So I was like, that, I had that like pinned in my mind, but I have to check that out. Um before we get to anything else that might come up, before I get ahead of myself, I, I love to ask people this question, and I know we've talked a lot about this, but it doesn't have to be relevant to the industry at all. It can be if you want. I've had people do a mixture of both. But has there been an experience in your life that changed you or get, taught you a lesson or it, it opened your eyes to a, a different way of thinking or it um, it impacted you in some way where it, it's just like it's it's the thing that comes to the top of your head and it's like that little buzzing fly you know, that just always pops up all the time? Is there an experience you had that sharing with the audience it might uh help them or it just might give them a perspective of uh, something that you experienced in your life um i think i've already talked about it but it is taking that workshop with Brittany, and like i took that w- workshop just on a gut feeling yeah and i think that being able to act on your gut uh to explore new things that you just are like oh this looks cool let me give it a try that can like do wonders for you and like uh traveling the world so much every new country was like a new one of those where like i just like had to like re re uh, categorize my whole world view and like experience a new country new culture new people and just i think keeping an open mind and just taking risks and taking those leaps of faith when you feel in your gut like hey this might be fun I think uh, I think that pays out pretty well a lot of the time. <laughs> Heck yeah, no, totally. I think that your your entire adolescence and your traveling has had to have informed who you are as an artist in one way, shape, or form, and it gives you mm. perspectives unlike anything else. You know, you're you're not you get to see different uh, the way way people live in all different shapes and sizes. So that's that's really amazing. And obviously, to to some extent, you had nothing to do with that, but to a degree, you got to experience <laughs> that great thing. And I think as people have agency in their life, they should. Take Take that agency to do that. Um, exactly. So, like, I, I always tell people, like, travel. Yeah. Like, if you, if, like, even if it's, if it's down the street or out of your town or maybe out of state, 
travel like it's changing where you are like can do so much for your perspective to that extent i mean even like having lived in manhattan you go from one block to the next block it's a completely different world yeah you know and that's to a certain degree i think has that influence so that was a a, honestly great um great tidbit there and i appreciate that um also traveling is good for accents but like what do i know that too no honestly it is for for authentic accents you know because i think everybody Um, thinks they have a good british accent and then they you know it's like "Eh, i don't know Podge of maybe every single sector of, of England. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's 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 what I think. And also keep an open mind. And yeah. like, I think Bruce Lee said it best when you just got to be water, like flow, mm. like whatever, whatever, whatever you get filled into, take that shape. Yeah, and just and just be be adaptive. Yep. Because I think that's that's important, especially. Uh, when, when the times are changing the way they are now, you got to change too in like a in a good way. Heck but also yeah. keep hold of yourself. It's complicated. It's a balance. It is. You'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll get it, kid. You get out there and do it. Um, seriously, dude, thank you so much for coming on. You're, I think you're the first guest that I own a figure of that you've, who's voiced a character of a figure. I have that one too. The exact same one. <laughs> so I think you're the first guest that I have an actual piece of like memorabilia of somebody oh. in your voice, which is crazy. Um, seriously, thank I've you. been such a fan. Thank you for coming on. Um, before uh, uh, social medias, can you please let no, people know where to find you and if there's anything else you'd like to plug um, that you can plug by all means please do so yes uh, you can find me basically everywhere at Ben B voicing B-E-N-B-E voicing uh, I'm usually most, most active on Twitter but I've started streaming on Twitch a lot more with the same handle heck yeah um, in terms of things to plug go watch Fate Strange Fake Whispers of Dawn on Crunchyroll right now and go watch the first slam dunk in theaters july 28th heck yeah uh, or night of july 27th yeah and yeah. for like a week after i think um and yeah that's that's i think that's all i have to plug at the moment <laughs> awesome dude seriously honestly thank you so much for coming on this has been long overdue we've been talking about having you on and i'm glad this has been like the perfect timing for everybody who's excited so about much, hey no seriously i am i'm a huge 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 fan um i'm I a hope, fan of yours too <laughs> i hope we get to meet in person sometime pretty soon yeah um i'm actually going to be moving to la in september so <gasps> So I mean, it's it's not will. a secret. So uh, oh my yeah. gosh, I'm so excited for you. No, we definitely have to pick a date and and, oh, and yeah. meet up now. Seriously. Oh heck yeah. Well, that's exciting. I'm so excited for you now because that's a whole new world. Um, awesome, I'm really, man. I'm really stoked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. This has been an absolute pleasure. Everybody, like he said, go watch um, Fate and Slam Dunk, um, and go follow him on social media. Play Genshin Impact and all that other great stuff. Um, thank you. Ben, thank you, truly. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too, man. (laughs) All right. Take care, buddy. Luna agrees. She heard how cool Ben was and Sasuke. They both heard how cool Ben was, and they were like, we got to get in here to hear the rest of this podcast. Um, They're starving, so we're going to – this is going to be a quick one. But go see the first slam dunk. Go watch Fate on – Whoa, what are you doing, buddy? He's crazy. He's he's acting wild. There's, hey, 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 hey. But go do those things. Go see the first time Duncan Theaters, July 27th, which is in like two days, um, or July 28th. And uh, go watch the Twiwi animation, um, because Ben is really great as Neku in it. And um, I can attest, as someone who is a diehard fan, um, 
It was so cool to have him on. Um, and he's phenomenal in Genshin Impact. Uh, like, subscribe, do all those things. Share this with your friends, anybody who's interested in the things we've talked about or voice acting. Uh, it'd mean a lot. But have a great rest of your day, week, month, year. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Much love. Bye. Bye.